Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, welcome to episode number 102 of the Familypreneur podcast. It is Monday, we're going to talk about marketing, and in the month of April, we're talking about audiences. So last week, we talked about targeting warm audiences, so building custom audiences from the assets that you already own or have access to. So using email lists or your Facebook page, engaging fans to build these custom audiences. And the week before that, we talked about leveraging Facebook's internal targeting tools to build audiences. Now, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about my favorite way to target new people. So this is a little bit of a blending of the past two weeks. So we're going to be talking about targeting cold prospecting audiences. These are people who are not familiar with you. They do not know you already, but we are going to leverage your custom audiences to do so. And what I mean is that Facebook allows us to build what are called lookalike audiences. And what this means is that Facebook will take a custom audience of your choosing. So you just tell Facebook which custom audience you want to use as your source audience. Then Facebook will analyze that audience. They look at something like 2,000 different data points to figure out what those people in your audience all have in common right? And then they're going to find you more people that are similar to those people. So this is a way, instead of you having to look at your audience and dissect what makes them similar, and then set up those targeting audiences that we talked about two weeks ago based on all of Facebook's internal options, instead of doing all of that work, Facebook will do it for you. Now, there's a couple things that you need to know first. You can build a lookalike audience with as little as 100 people in your custom audience. However, the more people you have, the better. This is all about having the biggest sample size possible because it makes the data more relevant and it will make your lookalike audience stronger. So when it comes to ideal sizes, I recommend having 1,000 people in your custom audience. So you may not have an email list that big yet. And that's fine. We can always use a different type of custom audience and we can, we can test different source audiences. So I do this with my clients all the time. They may have an email list. Let's just say it's got a thousand people in it and they have a thousand people that like their Facebook page. All right. So we're just going to pick easy numbers. We're going to make them the same. And then we create a lookalike audience off of both of those things. So a lookalike of page fans versus a lookalike of an email list. 
And now we can run an ad to each one of those audiences and see which one converts better. Now, if you're trying to grow your list, I'm going to suspect that the lookalike audience based on your current list will likely do the best for your lead ads for generating more leads, whereas your lookalike list from your page fans will do better if you're trying to grow your page fans. Does that make sense? Because you're taking the source audience and they're the people that are most likely to do whatever thing they've already done. So whenever we're trying to determine what type of audience to use, I like to think of it that way. If you're trying to get people to buy a product from your shop and you want to use a lookalike audience, the best source audience would be people who have already bought products from your shop, right? So you want to think, who are the ideal people? Who are the people you know, that have already done the thing that I want these people to do? And then try to create a lookalike audience of those people. I'm going to post a video on YouTube, which I will also share into my blog, which shows you the exact process that you need to go through in order to build these lookalike audiences. You're going to build them from within your audience dashboard, though you will also see the ability to create these audiences directly from Ads Manager in the ad creation process. When you build the audiences, you're going to have to select the source audience, the location, so this is going to be the country that you want your lookalike audience to to include, and you can use more than one country. So if you do business only in the United States, this is going to be easy. You're just going to enter United States for your location. However, if you do business in multiple countries, you have the option. Do you want to segment the lookalike audiences per country, or do you want to create them all into one audience? The reason why I might consider segmenting them out is because this way down the road, you can test out how each individual country is responding to your ads and then allocate budgets appropriately in order to maximize the results that you're getting. Now, the next thing that you want to do after selecting your location or your locations is it asks you how big of an audience size you want. And there's a scale from zero to 10. Well, actually, I mean, it does start at zero, but the scale really goes from one to 10. You can't select a zero. So what this means is of the countries that you chose above, what percentage of that country's population do you want to reach? So if you select a one for your audience size, that's a 1% lookalike audience. And let's just say we're going to go with United States only because I know those numbers. So if you're going to go with a 1% audience in the United States, you're going to have approximately 2.2 million people in your audience because that is approximately 1% of the United States Facebook population. And those people are going to be the 1% who are most similar to the source audience that you indicated. So they have the most in common with those people. In most cases, that 1% audience is all you're going to need because they are the most like your audience, right? You don't need 10%. 10% is also going to give you 22 million people, which is a really big audience. That 2 million people is right in the sweet spot that we're looking for, and we'll talk more about size next week. 
So in most cases, that 1% is all you're going to need. But let's talk about the reasons why you might want to include some different numbers for your audience building and the ways you should go about building these. So some of the reasons why you may want to use different numbers is if you are not targeting the entire country. So let's just say you're a local business who's only targeting people within a certain mileage of your city, maybe 50 miles of Phoenix, Arizona, which happens to be where I live. You may not want a 1% United States audience that gets you 2.2 million people because those 2.2 million people are not located in Phoenix. They're located throughout the United States. So once we geo-target that down to Phoenix only, it may make the audience too small. So when it go- comes down to local businesses who are trying to reach um, a local audience with a lookalike, in those cases, I often recommend that you do go to the 10% lookalike and then geo-target it from there. I have a ton of success with my local business clients who are using the 10% lookalike and then geo-targeting it down to their area. Another instance where you might want to create more than one audience, specifically going through their advanced options, you can create multiple audiences at once. And what this will do is it'll create different segments. So you could create an audience of the 0 to 1% lookalike, then the 1 to 2% lookalike, as an example. Now you've got two lookalike audiences. They're two different slivers of the complete puzzle, right? So the 0 to 1% lookalike are the most like your people, and the 1 to 2% lookalike are slightly less alike, but still more alike than 90 of of the people. So you've still got a pretty good audience there. What you can do is after you exhaust your 1%, let's just say you blast some ads out to your 1% audience and they do really well in week one and week two, they start to get a little more expensive and week three, you're like, whoa, this is obviously hit all the people it's going to hit. You could try refreshing your creative, refreshing your copy, changing your offer. You could definitely try all of those things. But another strategy is to just try a different segment of the audience. Try the 2% audience at this point. Because we segmented them in the beginning, there's not going to be any overlap. Instead of targeting the 0 to 1%, now you're going to target the 1 to 2%. So this is a totally different segment of people. It's the same size. It's about 2.2 million people. And we're going to serve the ad to these people. And you may find that the costs are slightly higher than the 1%, which would make sense, right? Because they're slightly less similar. But it should still be a decent cost, and you can squeeze some additional Um, results out of that segment of audience. Now, how far you go down this range of 1 to 10 is really going to depend upon your business and the results that you're getting. You may be able to get decent results throughout the entire 10% segment, or you may need to stick to just the 1, 2s, and 3s, for example, those lower segments. But in most cases, especially when you're just starting out, start with that 1% audience Or if you're a local business, start with 10%. Again, you can head over to YouTube or to the show notes for this episode at megbrenson.com slash 102 to see more about how to build out these lookalike audiences in video form. And of course, if you have any questions at all, head into the Familypreneur community at familypreneurcommunity.com. 
I hope you had a great weekend and I hope to see you again on Wednesday and Friday. We'll talk soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. It only takes a moment and let's be honest, it helps other parent entrepreneurs know how amazing this podcast really is. 